okay, everybody's got a fucking podcast. I mean, we have a podcast, so obviously anyone can do it. Wait, this is a podcast? Are you recording right now? Technical difficulties. No, you don't have to say anything. I'm going to edit it out. Technical difficulties. <laughs> okay. I put mayonnaise on a pickle. It was not uh, the best, but it might have been the worst. Do I see? I mean, my feet stink, right? Yeah. Okay, so Alien. Uh, so we did, we've done Predator and Predator 2 already. Mm-hmm. Classics. And uh, so now, you know, naturally we just move on in the series, right? Yeah. Or well, I guess, I guess the two weren't related at first, right? Yeah. They, so, they, they came out kind of independently, but now we're, we're stapling them together. What, like 04? I think that's I guess when Alien vs Predator I think came out. Yeah. But granted, I, I know there's like comic book stuff that I'm much less familiar with, uh, where there's like both Alien and Predator. So I'm not sure if there were comic book tie-in stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, prior to Alien vs Predator, I'm sure there might have been, because um, I think that's part of Marvel or something. I don't know. I don't remember. But mm-hmm. there were some comic book tie-in stuff too to either DC or Marvel. I just can't remember the details. But okay, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, so full disclosure, I am no expert and all I did was watch this twice. So, uh, if I step on any toe, I, I just, I don't know. I like to be sensitive to any thing that has <laughs> like a, like a big following or, or whatnot, you know? So yeah. I just don't want to come off as the guy that's like, well, you know, so yeah, I don't think anyone's going <laughs> to fault you for not being like a lore king of this series. So you'll be fine. I might, I might. Okay. I'll correct you. <laughs> So our rough plot through bullet points here is uh, we got a long silent open in a lifeless ship as everyone wakes up. Uh, they investigate a stress call, go to a planet, ship damaged on arrival, half stay, half go to investigate. Uh, Kane gets a new face accessory, goes, they go back to the ship. Alien bleeds acid, eventually dislodges from his face, they find it dead. Uh, right, followed by Kane waking up. Uh, what they think is the last meal before bed, the classic alien emergence mid-meal, uh, R.I.P. Kane. Alien hunt, cat causes false alarm, Brett goes after cat, R.I.P. Brett, split up, Dallas solo hunt with flamethrower, fail, rest in peace Dallas. Ash is a robot, he gives mad teddy twisters. Uh, Parker and Lambert died due to, uh, <laughs> Lambert just can't, <laughs> but at least Ripley found the cat, then left it. Self-destruct, never mind, too late for never mind, so never mind. Uh, got the cat evacuation triple explosion all is well or is it all is not well uh, fill the cabin with something depressurize it or something I don't really get it don't know what happens but the alien gets shot out the window and then she turns on the thrusters and he gets blown away into space and then all is well except it's not because you know everyone <laughs> everyone aboard died so. yeah and I hear there's a movie after this, so I do hear this that. didn't work out. Yeah, this didn't, yeah. But for now, <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Uh, did I miss anything? Really? I mean, obviously, it's rough, so, you know. Yeah, no, I mean, that, that, that was the great, uh, the great adventure uh, throughout this, so. Okay. Good times. Good times. So, uh, bad trailer? I'll go first, yeah. Oh, uh, well, I was just talking a lot, so I figured. Oh, yeah, I'll yeah. Just hand, I'll go for it. Hand off. Yeah. The uh, the bad trailer I had, uh, I wanted to cut all the scenes that Parker and I, I always forget the other guy's name. Um, his uh, other like kind of contractor engineer. Yeah. Yeah. Brett. 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 
So uh, I, I wanted just pretty much all the scenes of them and it just being like the like space engineers who are just like lazy as shit. So it's just them like when they're turning on the uh, uh, the pumps to like spray the gas and uh, Ripley's face and stuff and just them bitching about work and stuff. I really just want the bad trailer to be like, you know, a like weird buddy comedy yeah. type thing being aboard the space station and just not wanting to work. Yeah, like because, yeah, they're the, they're the guys that get paid the, le- the least. right? Yeah. So and just where's my shares? Like, am I getting my shares? I think I get a bonus. I need more money. Yeah, they're always talking about money. So yeah, it should just be like the blue collar guy yeah. type deal. Yeah, I thought that'd be good. Yeah, uh, mine was just a movie about a woman who can't find her cat. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> my bad summary was: uh, woman finds cat slash. This could kind of be the trailer, or you could turn the whole thing into a commercial. Uh, a Hanes ad for ill-fitting underwear. <laughs> so oh that is pretty good my uh bad summary i had a uh, space capitalism continues to value results over worker well-being which again is probably just more accurate than <laughs> a bad summary but yeah uh about bad casting bad casting i i kind of was struggling to go through this just because i loved everybody in this yeah um but i was trying to think if like instead of the alien we had barney <laughs> you know, yeah. so I, I went for something a little odder, but just a uh, maybe a slightly scarier version of Barney kind of creeping through the corridors, hunting everybody. Or I just, think that'd be a fun time. Just the exact same version of Barney, and it's just like it's even like <laughs> yeah. weird horror movie vibes. It would make that ending scene like way more hilarious to see Barney in just this stuck face, smiling, yeah. <laughs> just like in the uh, you know little crevice uh, in the escape ship. That'd be hilarious. Yeah. Uh, I tried. I was saying Clint Eastwood as Ash. That would be kind of funny. That'd be kind of interesting. Um, or uh, Arnold as Kane, just because like it doesn't. You know, if we're crossing it over, right? Uh, I I I couldn't think any, um, any like female, uh, parallels there. Yeah. A- anytime uh, I go for that, I feel like I just have to put somebody like like a comedy like person in that role instead and right. then it's just like oh it's funny because it's like you know amy schumer or <laughs> something it's like well it's, it just would be dumb more than anything yeah well and like i try to match up the eras if we're going in a certain year or whatever yeah but like obviously i'm not an expert on like 70s actors right? we weren't there yeah i wasn't there so uh yeah which means arnold might not work for that either i guess i don't know when did arnold start because like predator was 87 i don't know what he did first i don't know what his first thing was but yeah or when he got a start but i mean yeah i mean i guess he might have been a teenager because he's in his 60s now right or is he almost 70 he's old as shit either of those sound correct to me yeah i know he's old as shit right now so yeah that that might be at least cutting it close but yeah all right do you want to blow through your notes jordan quick style so, yeah, I had, uh, you know, I, I always do my stuff as the live tweet, but I think the, the stuff at the beginning is kind of the, the most fun. Um, I like that we, uh, you know, the the AI system wakes everybody up and it's like, hey, we found some, some weird shit with this weird signal. Let's go land on this weird-ass planet that's poisonous and going to kill you uh, to see what that's about. And everyone's just like, yeah, no, that makes sense. Let's go for it. Mother's well, the, like, AI system, you know, that's on the ship and... Uh, just is the one that decided to wake everybody up, you know, before they uh, they actually made their return trip. Uh, and they're just like, hey, look, go go look at this thing. Trust me. Just trust me. Right. And everyone just goes along with it. And I don't trust technology that much. Right. 
we send a bunch of people out, and then we're like, oh, they'll be fine. And then we figure out what part of the signal actually said, and then we're like, oh, maybe they won't be fine. But by the time we get there, they'll know it won't be fine. So let's not send more people out. Like, when they just 100% gave up on folks. Uh, we find a giant pit of, like, eggs on an alien ship, and we're like, yeah, this is fine. This is normal. Let's investigate. Let's investigate. Uh, da, 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 da. new face attachment. That was that was a good thing there. Um, it seems odd that it was able to burn through the helmet, but not his face. Right. Um, seems very uh convenient. Uh, Ash and uh Ripley have an argument about uh, protocol, and Ash decides that he doesn't care because he's a robot. Uh, we don't know that yet. Right. Um, so we let everybody on board, potentially endangering the entire crew for fun. Uh, I personally would have just dropped the body and been done with it, but that's fine. Uh, everybody's fine. Everybody's not fine. Uh, alien bursts through the chest. Uh, that thing grows quick as shit in this one. Yep. Uh, he became, you know, this little, you know, nugget, probably six, eight inches tall, uh, into a full-sized alien in, like, hours without eating a bunch of things. Yep. Uh, I thought because there was a cat, maybe there was, like, more animals on board, but we never saw more animals, so not sure how he swung that. Uh, crew does the classic thing of splitting up, because that always works out well. Uh, science department, meaning Ash, is the big brain move of, well, most animals are afraid of fire, so let's throw some fire at it. Good thing we packed a flamethrower. Yeah, several, <laughs> several flamethrowers. Uh, Ripley finds out that the mission directive was return life form at all costs, crew expendable, has a problem with that for some reason. Um, they should know how capitalism works. Uh, Ash starts sweating ooze because... It's all big space, man. <laughs> uh, uh, Ash starts sweating some synth juice, uh, which apparently makes him go crazy. We find out that he's a robot, which is supposed to be like a plot twist for us, but we don't know why it matters that he's a robot. It's the future. Right. So it means almost nothing to us. Uh, Lambert sucks, freezes on the spot, and does nothing and lets uh, both uh, her and Parker die. Uh, da, 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 da. We leave behind the cat for some reason. We get the cat again for some reason. <laughs> uh, we get to watch uh, Ripley undress for some reason. Uh, we get to watch her dress for some reason. Uh, the jump scare, the alien at the end was the littest thing, uh, cause I never remember that until the hand moves and I still flinch every time. Uh, Ripley singing while trying to, uh, press all the gas buttons and then get the alien to eject is both spooky and hilarious at the same time. Do you know what happened there? Like, what were the buttons? Like, what was the gas? I, what was so the... the, the way I was understanding it was that like, it might've been trying to, uh, uh, like freeze it or something. Okay. So you know when when they talked about like you know is, is we don't the only thing we don't know about the alien is whether or not it's like really susceptible to like extreme temperatures. Okay. So I was assuming that like if it was like extremely lowering the temperature in the room or something and spraying that gas directly on it, maybe that would like keep it in kind of that you know fetal position state and make it easier for it to fall. You know once they did the thing. So um, that's why she's in a spacesuit. Yeah, well, I mean, once that door would have opened, she would have well, just right. died. But, um, but yeah, I, I think that's Seatbelt, that. That's yeah, at least yeah. logical. Is that it might have just been trying to do something with the temperature to have a reaction onto it. We just didn't really know enough about it at the time to know if that would work. So, in other words, no. But these are some theories. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Got it. Because I we did see a couple of the like uh, uh, 
you know the periodic the codes or whatever oh, on right. it as far as like what elements the gas were made out of yeah so uh, we probably could have looked it up and see what they were to see you know if it is something that's mm. like super low temperatures but that sounds like a lot of work so right. did not do that and how convenient the you know the window just has a has a replacement and just at the ready there yeah. you know well you know that is a typical space engineering design you know everything has a fail safe door we're talking about the emergency door, right? That yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's it is funny how we have like a <laughs> there's like protocol expectations for all the like because you see that in Star Wars too. I think like yeah. Episode two, like that, like I think they're in that big ship. Maybe it's Episode three, but like just like you know, windows gone, and then you know everything's like for a second, and then it's like yeah, it's very convenient. Like, yeah. But, you know, what kind of kills me in that same vein is, like, with, you know, big brain space engineering, it's like, we can do all that, but we don't have anything inside the ship to, like, just quarantine, like, an entire area, or that we have any, like, life support monitoring systems, or, like, you know, just anything like that. Yeah. They they were able to kind of, like, generally identify the area the alien was in at one point, and it's like, you don't think, like, Mother being able to, like, you know, see everything on the ship kind of thing is just like, yeah, let's just close... Like all the bulkheads, all the ventilation shafts in this area. Well, mother and, doesn't want that, right? Well, yeah, but they didn't even bother asking. <laughs> it just seems to me like that would have been like a you know a logical part of the design of the ship. You know, is that you can, hey, mother, do you mind not letting us die? And mother can be like, no, I'm fine with this. And then, You're like, but thanks for asking. Yeah. <laughs> no thanks. Colon parentheses. Uh, winky face. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good uh any notes left sorry i know i cut you off there those those are my quick through but i have a couple like uh some main talking points okay so okay we'll, we'll get into that sure. i'll do my blow through real quick sure. uh really leaning into the mysterious silent opening uh the room where he talks to mother feels super inspired by star wars obviously 79 probably all is uh, how come we never just see basic doors on spaceships? Like everything's like this interlocking pattern. I always find well, that and just funny. the the shape of the door frame too is batshit. Cause like it's up here and then it goes wider in the yeah. middle. So then if you just have a big rectangle, you can't fit it through. Like right. it has to fit through the widest it could be is the bottom part. Yeah, it's just not useful. It looks cool, but yeah. Uh, I said a cat. That's not practical during space travel but whatever uh seems like a pain in the ass excuse me uh what's up with that audio and that scene below deck you know when they're talking when all the gas is going off yeah and like, it just seemed like very obviously dubbed in um now i just sound like an asshole um so don't go this is how it starts if you're ever in this situation remember your movie rules uh this one is don't split up oh of course you did uh, as soon as I see eggs, I'm out. Fuck curiosity. I hear it killed the cat, so be careful, kitty. Uh, real fake-looking slip. Uh, you'll never get that stain out with the acid uh, going through multiple floors. Uh, Ash feels like he got caught masturbating there when Ripley comes and talks to him. Um, hey, the thing that attaches to people's face bleeds acid. Uh, it escaped, so let's all go in without any weapons and uh, no face protection of any kind. They didn't even close the door right away. Like yeah. they had, like they like, did oh, not yeah. think this through in any capacity. Uh, hey, let's cut into it with no face protection. Um, you know, with all of our faces super close to it. 
this is a pretty good movie so far. Right. Um, just mocking Brett. Um, seriously, don't touch it. Let it explore. Fuck it. We've got another hour to fill. Uh, what the hell is that? A rain room? What's going on? Isn't this space? Um, that thing got big quick. R.I.P. Brett. Uh, good thing we packed the flamethrowers. Why does Ash feel like he is rooting for the alien? What's up with the white sweat? Oh, that's why. Ripley, no, you're by yourself. Remember your movie rules. Uh, poorly executed situation by Parker and Lambert. Uh, she's not going to move, just fire the flamethrower. Um, not one person hit that thing with the flamethrower. It's madly disappointing. Uh, running towards the danger is always a good plan. Damn, she left the cat to die. So the cat's okay, but now she's taking her sweet-ass time getting to the escape pod. Movie roll times relative to plot. For some reason, I was really thinking about movie rolls during this one. <laughs> um, seems ineffective to have the, the big ship fly away rather than the escape shuttle going away, but whatever. Uh, no sound in space, but, uh, you know, whatever. Uh, I guess new movie rule. <laughs> uh, sound is relative to plot. <laughs> Uh, expl- it exploded three times, which I felt was excessive. Odd. Excessive, <laughs> yeah. Uh, why do I feel like the alien is in the shuttle? Oh, that's why. Not sure what happened with the gas in the window and stuff, but good thinking on her feet. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. I gotta say one one point out though. So with the um, this is just on the uh, setting up like the uh, you know self destruction type of thing. I love just, like, movies, any games, like, any type of media that has, like, the really dramatic or, I guess, like, multi-step process for, like, a self-destruct sequence. Yeah. Rather than it just being, like, the big red button you hit and it just goes through. You know, like, you have, like, all these turnkeys and just, like, all this, like, threaded stuff. You got to screw in, hit buttons, multiple switches. Yeah. Um, I like when they're just, like, super drawn out. And the fact that, like, the practicality of an emergency situation doesn't account for how drawn out the process is. Yeah. It's like, and then number one, or I guess after that, it's like, I think about what's a real life scenario for these people where they're, like, not in a time crunch. Right. But can still, like, just blow up the whole ship. Like, I get there's only, you know, what was it, seven of them, eight of them in the ship. Yeah. Um. So it's like they didn't have, like, a huge crew to evacuate or anything. But, like, ten minutes isn't a lot of time. And, like, there, it's a huge ship still. Like, there's a lot of runtime involved with having to leave. And uh, I just don't think they really thought through when they would actually really need to blow the ship up. Right. I mean, so it's, like, it's kind of a combination of that. Uh, we want you to really be sure you want this ship to blow up. Yeah. But also, like, yeah, exactly what you said. Like, how it kind of contradicts the, uh, <laughs> you know why you would be doing that the emergency scenario right i mean yeah that's that is a really funny point it's like because it yeah it is always like a whole thing it's like okay and then we're gonna yeah turn these all counterclockwise like who's really (laughs) got time to be going through all these steps and like everything not be burning down right around you and like do you know like does everyone on board do they know the steps? The huge yeah. sequence of events to well, do yeah, all of that. Well, yeah, because, you know, Ripley was second officer, right? So third in command at right. that point. So it's like, 
we're lucky. We're lucky that we at least had one person who knew what to do. But, you know, yeah, you, you think about it, if it was a uh, Lambert that was left over. Yeah. I think she would just sit there and blow up. Yeah. Once you're uh, once you're low. On well, the I guess she blow. wouldn't have been able to even start the self-destruct sequence. Right. So. No, she'd have just she'd have just waited to die. She'd have been eaten. She just can't, you know? Yeah, she just can't. <laughs> She's just hoping if she made eye contact with the alien long enough, they'd get bored. Yeah. It can't see movement. It's like a T-Rex. <laughs> I guess we kind of skipped what we liked, didn't like. Didn't oh, deal, but, yeah. No, let's run through it. Um, I mean, mine's just pretty much um, in praise of it. Because I, I just said, like, I liked most of it. I think it really looks pretty good for being 1979. And, um, you know, I liked the like the blue-collar dudes, you know, just feeling like they're always getting the short end of the stick, bitching below deck, you know. Um, chasing an alien around, it's a pretty cool premise, you know. Um, as far as what I didn't like, I, d- I didn't really have anything. Um, you know, I, d- I don't know if this is like shitting on Sigourney Weaver a little bit, but I just thought she wasn't always the best. Yeah. I didn't think she was bad or anything. I just, I don't know. The character itself is like kind of flat. And so I think there's a lot of like flat deliveries in yeah. it to where it's just like, uh, okay. Like you're just saying your lines of dialogue or you're not very expressive in the scene or yeah yeah sometimes the the effort seemed not to really fit the scene as much but yeah but i mean still pretty still, good. still good like she didn't like ruin anything yeah not like not like sofia coppola <laughs> yeah that that was detrimental um but no so kind of harping on her though like i think it's still kind of a big deal just that like you know it's 1979 there's not a lot of like female leads in sci-fi movies or in kind of like even really these horror movies that aren't like of the scream queen i guess variety yeah um so it to me it felt like it was kind of a big deal just for that time period for her to basically be that female lead um of like Mm -hmm. a, a this type of movie in that category um that felt like it was kind of a big deal and probably led to a lot of other uh you know opportunities for other female actresses to take lead positions because I know at the time it was like very very well received um and i i just think that it was really cool and impactful for that time period um to have like that like strong female lead who wasn't like the weak fragile scream queen type of thing um and granted most of the time was spent around running and you know that last chunk of it was almost just all panic sequence um but like you know she she held it together pretty well she was still planned she was still presented as being like a pretty smart and intelligent person mm-hmm. i feel like she didn't get a lot of like the uh if we kind of go to like it's the horror trope you know she wasn't like the dumb helpless type of person she was pretty resourceful had yeah. a plan was able to execute it kind of thing um and it just seemed like for that time period that was kind of a different direction than what a lot of other like female leads got to do um, and yeah. especially being kind of in that sci-fi genre as well, I feel like they it wasn't very female-led. Well, and even so, like, like it was her lead, but like not till the end. Yeah, right. Like we're still kind of boun- bouncing around yeah. a lot. Like no real like prominent lead until like the final act there, right? Where it's like, okay, now we're gonna stick with her a little bit more, and then okay, now like she was kind of like the lead by default. Yeah. You know, well, like la- last woman standing there. It's like, okay, well, I guess we'll just stick with her now, yeah. <laughs> you know. But, you know, what's kind of interesting is, like, going through, like, a couple of the timestamps, I think it was, like, 
like it was like either 10 or 14 minutes before she even had her first line of dialogue into the movie and it was just like a like confirmation or something from the console yeah so like it's just kind of the odd stuff like that where it's like that ends up being our final survivor and they like didn't even have significance for you know a certain chunk of the movie yeah i find stuff like that interesting but it's like if like breaking bad all of a sudden like like the last episode was only about like his daughter that <laughs> was like 18 months old yeah. you know you're like oh 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 her <laughs> but and then i gotta say too it's still kind of going and probably borrowing from a lot of like the stuff from like the star wars uh uh you know like what was done for that but um just the the overall aesthetic um that they're able to capture for a lot of those like you know special and practical effects um you know so as far as just the the deep deep black space and then we get either just like a spaceship you know, with a little bit of, like, light casting onto it, and it's just this huge high contrast type of scene, or it's, like, when we got the big pan out, and I think we saw just, like, the outline of, like, a couple of planets. Mm. Um, There's just such a cool aesthetic attached to all of that, and again, I'm sure a lot of that stuff kind of comes from, uh, you know, the time period there, but it just, it looks so damn cool and so good for being, you know, 79. Yeah. Well, Uh, and, like, you know, yeah, Star like, A New Hope kicked all that off. I mean, that was, what, 70... I believe 77, uh, so maybe 76, but um, right in that range. And yeah. then, you know, like it, it, if you watched, you know, the, like the Bond stuff, you know, the whole reason Moonraker got moved <laughs> up was because like, oh, everybody like space so hot right now. Yeah. You know, and so then not was, Moonraker, though. Yeah, not. Yeah, it wasn't great. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's it's a really cool thing. Um, it, like that somebody. Now, granted, I don't know how, you know, this story came to be, but obviously the fascination with space yeah, has obviously helped. I, you know, maybe that was a thing I should have done is maybe a little research on, like, when it was written, who wrote it. You what know, kind of influences why. were pulled from kind of thing. Yeah. But there there had to have been some, at least. You know, I, I think just with the way they framed a lot of, especially, like, just those space scenes in general, you know, where it's, like, outside, actually in space, like, looking at the ship. The look of the ship. Yeah, a lot like, of that lot felt of that, like, e- extremely familiar um, yeah. to, like, what the what we saw in Star Wars, so. Yeah, how the, the, you look at, like, the details of the surface of the ship, and it's all, like, it all is kind of, like, It's that same of type of texture, yeah. yeah. Uh, like, Braille-looking a little bit, but but not yeah yeah and, yeah and then even just some of like the like the you know the interiors you know just the way like the wall styles were like that the felt mother very room, familiar the mother room where like everything like, all, all the, the lights, and, lights yeah. and you're just like oh there's star wars yeah yeah so it, it definitely had to have been at least a good chunk of inspiration from that um and i think that's kind of cool too to also take like maybe those similar concepts but throw it in a little bit of a different genre um you know so you get some of that familiarity but you get to make people feel a different way about it i think that's really cool yeah um, and then I'm kind of with you. Like, there wasn't really anything I, I didn't terribly l- not like about this. Um, I watched this movie a lot growing up. So, uh, yeah, I don't I don't have any complaints like this. Yeah. I, yeah, I got nothing. Um, I guess, um, what were your bigger talking points? Um, so I, I kind of harped on just the uh, Sigourney Weaver being kind of the, 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 the big female lady and that kind of being cool for the time period. Right. Um, so that was definitely up there. Um, and kind of going along with that, I guess, just like the uh, how movies like set up, I guess, the expectation of like who's going to be like the survivor um, when it's kind of like these like group settings in like a horror movie. 
mm. you know, because we we get the introduction to the crew all in the beginning. And the the kind of interesting one is like when they're in the pod room where everybody's waking up as like, you know, you don't see Sigourney Weaver there. Yeah. Um, it's just like all the men folk, um, which I, you know, maybe they have their own pod room or whatever. I didn't really catch if they were all actually in that room or not. But well, I um, think I think there's at least one female that woke up in that. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I guess my my thing there was like, why didn't the cat come out? Like, they just leave, did they just leave the cat out? Because you didn't see the cat emerge, but then the cat went in the pod, like, you know, in the emergency shuttle yeah. later. But. Maybe it's a robot cat. Oh, man. Is that is that the plot of Aliens? <laughs> no idea. I don't uh, I don't think the robot cat comes up. Okay. Um, but, yeah, so I, I thought that was really interesting. Um, I like just the uh, the ship AI kind of thing in general, especially one that has, like, a mission that is very different from the crew. Yeah. Um, and just that, uh, you know, uh, the, the total reliance on a piece of technology that does not have your best interest in mind um, is something I think is uh, is pretty darn cool and just slightly – or, you know, just as spooky as the actual alien hunting you yeah. is the AI that's not interested in whether or not – Seemingly it, indifferent about yeah. the whole thing. <laughs> Crew expendable. It's like, listen, we just need this ship with the alien on it back to where we can get it. Yeah, we'll take it from there. Don't yeah, worry it doesn't matter it. how fucked up this shit gets. We, uh, we just need the alien back. Yeah, I thought the um... – I thought the fact that this thing bled acid was an interesting thought because, you know, what kind of skin or veins for that matter? Like what does it have vein? I don't know how these things operate, yeah. you know, like what if you can't if it, if it goes if it's going through metal, what kind of organic material? Well, yeah, is like, like from the, the outside acid. looking in that we can use a little laser cutter to pierce its skin and reveal the acid, but that the interior of the skin is able to hold the acid in without it burning through. Yeah. That, uh, yeah, that doesn't make a ton of sense. Excuse me. Yeah. So unless it is, you know, just some like very specific, like chemical lining inside of this thing, you know, that's just like, uh, you know, turns it to some innate inactive state. Right. Um, and then maybe once it's, maybe it's once it's exposed to oxygen, you know that the uh, the acid actually takes place but then you know you cause a wound on it and then wouldn't it just dissolve immediately right there's a lot of questions there that don't quite you know make sense but i'm not a biologist so or a scientist i also wanted some sort of scene where like it's like it's it's eating through that last layer of metal to exit the ship mm -hmm. you know and then like they're just like grabbing stuff to like or not like it's not quite there, but it's like going to the last level. So they're just putting the stuff in front of keep, it like, to catch stuff it. Stuff under it and yeah. just like I don't know, grab the grab the coffee mug, <laughs> you know, turn it, turn it again. <laughs> like, I don't know that that was a. I mean, obviously, it would be more of a spoof, yeah. but yeah. You, but you know what? That's actually perfect though, because then you take uh, like Parker down there and they just give him like a bunch of buckets and stuff. So he's just sitting on a chair and just like every couple of seconds putting a new bucket <laughs> over to catch the acid. <laughs> Yeah, that'd go good in the the trailer there. Yeah, that'd be good. Oh man. Uh, what else you got? I got a couple of things, but like they're not. Uh, I guarantee yours would be better. Yeah, uh the the chest burster scene, uh, or the chest buster scene. Um, I thought that was just really cool and spooky. I like the you know the mild calm. Well, I guess kind of in two parts. So like the banter that's right before it, where we're just kind of looking around the table, everyone's like talking and eating and stuff. Yeah. Um, I love that type of thing in this type of movie. 
um, where it's just like the all things calm. We just get to hear a bunch of people shooting the shit, especially if like it, it they were talking just general stuff. But when you're trying to get like in universe and they're talking about like space shit and like that's part of the banter and like we the people who don't know anything about space shit get to like listen in on them. Yeah, um, I find like when you can actually create like dialogue like that when it is just used for a banter scene. Um, I just think that stuff is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I just like kind of seeing them just chat about stuff. It's like it's this future space crew, but they're still just sitting here shooting the shit, eating Cocoa Puffs yeah, um, and, and oatmeal. Um, so I thought that was cool. But yeah, then moving into like the, the chestburster scene, chestbuster scene, whatever. I forget what they really call it. But um, I, I, I seem to remember it being that um, not everybody knew that was going to happen. So some of the initial like facial reactions of those actors was like a they didn't know a thing was going to pop out of the dude's chest. Yeah. Um, as far as I think Lambert doing a really bad job of like kind of crying and moaning about it, um, I, I have to imagine that was after the fact. Um, but I I, I want to say during that like initial when it bust out, um, and then we kind of see everybody's like facial reactions and the blood splatter. I'm pretty sure they weren't aware that was going to happen. Um, and I think stuff like that's always cool when you get to surprise and shock your actors a bit and get a genuine reaction. Yeah. Well, I mean. One, yeah, the banter thing is funny to me because I'm like, you like kind of go like, well, how much of that is scripted, you know? Because as far as that like shooting the shit, yeah, type deal, like how much can you really write in with that? Like you just give these people like a well, you talk about like you know space gum or whatever, and you'd be like, well, I'm waiting on my bonus, you know? Like how like how scripted is that? How do you work those things out? Yeah, and then obviously the <laughs> the. Uh, <laughs> The reveal of the alien coming out is funny where, like, I mean, because that could have, considering it was 79, could have looked real bad. Yeah. And and granted, it still was a little it, goofy, but. A little goofy, sure. But it was still cool. I mean, yeah, I mean, because you look at, I mean, Star Wars, even some stuff in Star Wars looks goofy, but the fact that you, the fact that it's like, it's like right there. Like it's like this is like almost looks awesome. Yeah. And so it gets a pass. It looks awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. Yeah, I think the the main thing that was goofy is just the the alien kind of doing like the panning around. Yeah. You know, it just kinda like looks and everyone just kinda stares at it and like doesn't really know what to do and then it just like scutters away real quick. Yeah. And the um, fact that everybody's just I mean, obviously if if you were looking for clues like that would have been your first clue that ash is like no th- i i'm with this thing yep. you know where he's, he's like Dude, for god's sake don't touch it don't touch it what yeah. do you mean well not to mention like while he's like react or uh while kane is like you know kind of reacting and having issues and stuff like ash knew the whole time yeah you know that there there was uh the, the egg put into him or whatever so he's just like looking at him i mean he's a robot so expressionless just makes sense but just like the the staring and just like looking at the reaction gathering data while your crewmate is, you know, having an alien life form bursting from his his chest. Um, yeah, <laughs> it was it was it was cold looking, but like, yeah, it's just like, are you guys not like looking at Ash the way I am right now? Like, this dude is is villain energy right now. He's got a hand in this. Yeah, he definitely like ever since that like, not quite in the like let them in, even though it's against protocol, mm-hmm. but. Definitely when she comes and talks to him and like he definitely has that like I got caught doing something I shouldn't have been doing. Yeah. Feel to him. Like you start being kind of like what is up with this guy. 
Yeah, because yeah, they and it was one of the conversations that like Ripley and and Ash were having, and he was just very like kind of nonchalant about it. I guess like the way he was talking about, it, I was like, oh well, you know, it's it's interesting. It could be a lot of things that we have to do for it. Like he was almost just fascinated yeah. and not very concerned for the crewmate at all. Which yeah, again, robot, but come on, like yeah, you get a little, you get a better acting program, yeah, <laughs> installed or something, yeah. Um. Yeah, as far as I'm not exploring any eggs. Like, if if I'm in this movie, like none of this is happening because as soon as I see eggs, I'm like, guys, look, there's nobody here to save. Yeah, it's just time to go. Yeah, <laughs> and and one of the things that I I guess I didn't really recall from this, but like when um they go into the, the alien ship. Um, and, uh, he has that like little scanner. He's like, oh, there's like a, like a mist or a field that's above all the eggs and it reacts when you like penetrate the field. Yeah. And it's like, that's like that proximity for the egg to emerge and the face hugger to attach onto somebody. Yeah. Um, and I guess I just forgot about that piece there, but like, that's just a very small thing that you might, you know, miss and not remember. Cause obviously I didn't, uh, until I watched it again recently, but, um, it it just comes up later because it always just seemed really convenient that any time one of the eggs comes up, it always emerges once people come up to it. And it's like, well, what has it been doing all this time? Yeah. Um, but they gave us a, you know, specific lore reason for why it does this. And there's some field that you just, you know, come too close, penetrate it, it just reacts and the egg opens up. So, yeah. but that's what, you know, I, I kind of think about us with these movies is there's probably like all these like really small lore drops. Yeah. That you know you don't you don't pick up until it's like oh actually they said something about this in the first movie and then a little bit more on the second movie and here we are on comic book issue number eighty seven where that's coming up again yeah <laughs> you probably have like the uh, you know crazy person map of of everything there yeah but... the, the famous the Charlie meme yeah with all the string and <laughs> pictures of people but yeah I mean the second that I'm like oh there's some sort of protective field I'm like well. I'm going to get out of here. Seems like a security measure of some kind. I feel like an intruder now. Yeah. And uh I I I'm out. I'm I'm out. Yeah. And I'm I'm still a little unclear on how exactly like typical like aliens are in this universe cuz like in 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 kind yeah. of that chip, you know, they get on there and like, "Oh yeah, like it's it's been, you know, fossilized or whatever already. It's like basically, you know, part of the chair at this point." And like they're trying to play it cool but it seems like they're pretty impressed and like fascinated by this thing but they do move on pretty quick so it's like i'm i'm still a little lost on how how much alien stuff have we ever really seen or is it just a yeah there's some stuff somewhere but most of it's dead yeah that that's super weird because like what what, what what's that opening text say like the on-screen text is something about like it's a mining ship yeah and it's coming back with minerals or something like that so, you go into far reaches of the galaxy. Also, I don't know if there's like a home planet thing in Alien. Again, I haven't seen Aliens. Uh, I assume you have. Yeah, it's okay. been a long time, so you're gonna get some flaky information. Okay, but. that's fine. Uh, do they ever arrive to? Or well, does she? <laughs> She's the only one left. Her and the cat. Yeah. Do they ever get back to like said 
like home like i think there's just a multi-planet system a... at this point so there's okay. just because i think she ends it, she reaches some home though? she reaches a place where people are okay is the most accurate way i can put it and then so <laughs> i wouldn't it, call it home <laughs> do aliens attack or is she like back out or what well, is it even her yeah it yeah, is she's, her. Still, she's still a part of this okay so like is she going back out uh or... well it's, it's a little bit of activities that happen on the home planet that will then cause her to, to come back out okay um, so it's not a when aliens attack type deal no it's, it's just okay. a oh fuck there's aliens i see but it is always this this kind of alien now is there like more speech about talk about like uh like oh yeah remember that alien back in 83 or what like you know what we I mean? like we do get a little bit of like i guess like lore and they do like reference like the stuff that happened before okay i um, mean we do get some kind of cooler plot twisty stuff in there too but okay so that, okay, that's interesting. So yeah, but like, obviously, in this movie, you're just like, okay, so you don't really know who these people are. Are they from Earth? Yeah, you don't have like, the the context or the perspective of like what makes sense to them yet. Is it like in Star Wars where we see like a Gungan every once in a while, and you're just like, oh, interesting, and you know, you move on. Like that, and it, I guess that's kind of part of what's cool about it. Yeah, you know, it's that you casual aliens kind of thing and. Yeah, it's like aliens and like, well, who are these people? What I mean, ah, oh, damn, big space is ripping us off again, you know. And you're like, <laughs> you know, it's just space kind of, capitalism. Yeah, like fucking big space, you know, got us again. And you just wonder, yeah, like you wonder, but like the story is interesting enough that you're not sitting there just going like, well, why? Or, yeah. you know, stuff like that. Yeah, so. you you get some of it, but I mean, they still leave a lot of it to just a almost assuming you're in on it or that it's not relevant. But you do get a little bit more like Lord Dump stuff uh, in the next one. Okay. Well, I look forward to it. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you have anything else, but I, I mean, I'm. I feel like we uh, we've we've covered good, pretty much everything I had. So good bit of speaking. Yeah. Uh, you got a a rating. A rating. I would put this at a eight point one for me. You know, time after time, and I just want you to see this so you believe me, time after time, <laughs> our ratings are very close together, and it's so very interesting to me, because I said it was an 8-2. Um, I love how it looks visually, and um, I that's another thing I should look up, should have looked up, is uh, was the budget, because I imagine this could be, like, other than the visual effects, I imagine this could be a relatively cheap movie, because you have a limited cast of characters and you yeah. slowly kill each one of them off, you know? And you got to think a lot of that like hallway type of stuff is like so reusable. Yeah. So it's not like you have to build like these huge, huge sets for, you know, all of this stuff. Yeah. You just shoot it like a different angle and this person's back now, you know, and then you have another shot and it's like, okay, now we're following him yep. down this. All you need is, of course it all looks the same. We're in the same ship. Yeah. Right. You know, it's like a fucking school. Yeah. Like, Big you brain. know, like all the floors are the same, you know, hotel, whatever. So yeah, so yeah, I said it was eight too. I I I enjoyed it. So well, then that's uh that that'd be it then. Very good. So um, yeah, subscribe to us on YouTube, uh, Spotify, Apple, all that kind of stuff. Uh, Twitter, Instagram uh, for content crisis. Um, email us content crisis hotline yahoo dot com. Uh, you know, tell us how bad we are, or make suggestions, or. Uh, stuff like that. Anything you want, we'll figure it out. Uh, Please talk to us. Yeah, just talk to us. Uh, thank you for listening or watching, and uh, goodbye.